Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Dave. I'm Tinzian. And this is Death to Fortis Honor. <laughs> Never mind. I'm I'm too tired for this shit. <laughs> Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha. Annihilation, Jim. Total, complete, absolute annihilation. The gravity is so much stronger on the southern continent. Are you sure she doesn't have to spread friendship and magic as part of her daily morning routine? (laughs) That's 12th level, I think. Not even whisper or utter my name in your last moments. <laughs> that totally defeats the purpose. Cesar, do you have any sun rods still, or <laughs> bring out your rods, old man? Private confrontation. Not like that. Maybe some discipline. <laughs> Had his hands in all of Cesar's junk. Six <laughs> oh wait, that's not what I meant. <laughs> wow, we have a title. That's wrong. That's really wrong. <laughs> what? We need dice for this game? <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Hungry. I'm Dave. And I'm Tinzian. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, March 29th, and this is episode 105 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Grey Area Podcast. I'm not going to even attempt to tell you what happened last episode, but the episode before that, a lot of things happened. So Dungeon Master, why don't you catch us up on the actuality of the episode we're about to record? The the party uh, had triggered some sort of doomsday warning um, that was delivered by Lolf, or an image of Lolf, uh, and pretty much the entire episode was spent with them either attempting to keep Thorn out of the chest, or interacting with a sphere of what appears to be nothingness, um, that floats randomly towards, or semi-randomly towards, members of the party as they pay attention to it. Sabre is apparently on some sort of uh, long-distance call to the council and is attempting to get information. Cesar has started to figure um, some stuff out, and Thorn and Xanatari are uh, working on their individual efforts to either keep Thorn out of the chest or Thorn to close the chest. I think we will start this time out with Thorn. Mm-hmm. You in the last in the last story episode had made a started to make a success towards unlocking the hinges of the chest. Uh, you were going to do that this time. Yep. Okay. Sorry. Well, yep. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to. <laughs> Uh, I'm adamant that there's something behind here. I can see the, the footprints um, of someone being behind here. So I'm going to look again, hopefully more closely, and find uh, indentation or box or whatever it is that I'm looking for at the back here. Okay. <sighs> I'm not going to work. <laughs> um, 18. No. 
Right. Um. Cool. Um. How? How? How did? How did I do with the latches? By the way. Uh, you were going to continue working on it. You had felt like you had started to gain ground on unlocking, and you could have felt enough to possibly get the hinges to move if you had pushed a lid of the chest, but you had expressed an interest in wanting to have some more um, successes before doing so. Okay, okay. so um, yeah, so I'm going to double check and make sure that the hinges uh, are no longer uh, locked. Um, so you know, I'm going to make another examination um, for any moving parts and stuff like that. Um, that'll be a 25. Okay. You notice that some of your original calculations and modifications of the hinge, um, mm-hmm. were, would have caused a catastrophic failure of the hinges. Yep. We're able to correct that and you believe with some degree of certainty, uh, that you could close the chest if you wanted to. Okay. Um. I, I guess the last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to stand up, brace myself against the top of the chest, and get ready to push it closed. Okay. Sabre? Mm-hmm. You've been on a call. You've gotten some degree of information. Are you still connected to the council? If they're still there, yeah. She's probably still trying to filter through anything they've sent her and try to get anything additional that she can get. She's just... She's running out of ideas pretty quick. You're pretty much on your own at this point in time in terms of the council. Okay. Um, they've, they've given you knowledge that they've run into or heard stories of other potential drow habit, habitations that have been wiped out and nothing's there but they've never known what did that. Um, you had a, you've got certain in-character information at this point in time. I don't know if the rest of the party is aware of it. I don't believe so. And you're kind of left to either extricate yourself or do something with this. They can't directly do anything for you. She'll, uh, she'll look over at Cesar and say, I'm starting to run out of ideas here. I mean, it's from what I'm being told, it's this could be part of a fail-safe system. How so? But it seems like there's been drow cities that have been wiped out, and this may be directly related to it. But As in, uh, would have been the instrument used to do such a thing? Uh, that's the indication I'm getting, but how be- and I don't know. What its purpose is, it doesn't seem to be very efficient at it, whatever it's trying to do. If that's the case, it's certainly doing it in some sort of roundabout way. I mean, it almost seems to be acting like a reverse whatever the stone is that uh, Xanatari has. It seems to be something along those lines, but exactly what, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I mean... uh, one thought I had was, I keep trying to interact with it. I don't obviously want to touch it myself, but I want to see it, how it interacts with, with you know, different things. I wonder if maybe we can all get somehow maybe 
back out the doorway and 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 get uh, a wall between it and us. I'm assuming it would still uh, make its way towards us if we focus on it in our minds. I wonder when it hit the wall, what would happen? Hmm. Well, I'm uh, I'm open to anything at this point. Okay, Cesar. Um, having said that, he'll he'll uh, turn to Thorn and Xanatari and say, uh, "I don't know how much of this you're you're listening to, but what do you think? Uh, did you hear what I said? Does that sound like a good idea?" We just saw it eat a metal plate and various other elements, which didn't seem to stop it at all. Do we think a stone wall is going to have a difference? No, I, I don't think it'll stop it, but I'm wondering to what degree it's going to to interact with it. If it's going to bore a, a hole through it, or if it's just going to take it down all at once, I, I don't know. That It may not be worth the risk, but... <laughs> so you're saying you would like us to be behind a stone wall with the possibility of it collapsing? I, I'm, I'm not trying to for? bring us to safety. I don't think that that's, <laughs> that's going to do it. I'm, I'm more trying to, to just get a sense of its 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 inner workings. I, I don't. Otherwise, I feel like we're going to be here for an eternity trying to keep it bouncing back between us in some demented game of tennis. Yes, that is a problem. Um, I'm not going to listen, and I'm just going to push the chest shot, please. Okay. The chest slams shut, and the image of Lolf vanishes. <laughs> what Including happens to the ball? Dominance. The ball is still there. Mm-hmm. Floating. And I believe at this point, uh, it was a toss-up in the last episode where it was still interacting with Xanatari and Bert, but Cesar was trying to make some inroads on it. Would you like me to see, do another contest of wills? Sure. I think last we spoke, it was slowly heading towards Cesar, I believe, was the last okay. determination. A 17. Yes. Who is closer, though, to the 17? I'm 20. 22. 21. Um, I am currently... Not, not paying attention to it. Yes, but 23, just for the <laughs> benefit of the doubt. So, Cesar, I think it's closest to your number? I'm the lowest, yep. Okay. Then it is going to start to move towards you. Okay. Do you want to lead it out the door or not, not without a consensus yet. He's just going to try to keep an equal distance between uh he and Xanatari and Bert and Sabre. Try not to all get on the same side of the thing. To okay. accelerate its motion, if that's really what's happening. Okay. Anything else that you want to do this round? Uh, no. Okay. Xanatari, mm -hmm. your deity is channeling some stuff into Bert. You used your daily to supercharge Bert up a bit more. Mm -hmm. um, the pulsar-type action of the light that Bert is giving off 
seems less erratic and wild now and is much more focused. If you could see where the beam is that was pointed towards the um, black object, mm-hmm. it would probably be locked onto the black object right now. Okay. I'm going to turn to the party and say, do you see what Bert is doing? Uh, I've beefed him up as much as possible. He seems to be the thing that's going to be the most effective in this. Not quite sure what he's doing, but he obviously knows something. Is there anything you guys can do to add to his current situation and give him all the boosts you can? Because, like you said, Cesar, I think we're going to be caught in a heinous game of tennis for the rest of our lives if we don't destroy this and... I don't know another way other than to let Bert have a go. Hmm. Let me see. By the way, if anyone wants to make any other checks, arcana checks, or things along those lines, there may be additional information possible. Hmm. What about religion? That is an entirely valid thing. <laughs> 14. Okay. Actually, Xanatari, based upon your cultures, the Kalishtar culture of shared information, there's a very vague story about a, um army that was wiped out by some sort of magic and it was controlled by this Kalishtar priest. There was some sort of great some sort of great magic that was found. The priest was able to control it and was able to save but the detail as to what was saved is kind of lost. But the attacking magic was similar to what I'm seeing here that would remind me of this story in some way? Um, More just so that there is potential for magic to be controlled versus sometimes wild magic, but you are aware of wild magic. Hmm. Okay. I'm just wondering if this is alive or if it's just, like you said, like a ball of magic. It's not going to tell me that with religion, but a question for later. Mm-hmm. Cesar, maybe we'll try an insight check to see if you can get a sense of purpose or evil or whatever. Uh, well, uh, where's insight? Uh, 22. It feels neither evil nor alive, but it feels, it kind of looks to you, you know, if you had it up on a, a, a tool board, potentially it could be a tool. It seems to be responding to things. But there's something in this concoction of scientific reasoning that you've been using so far, Cesar, that mm-hmm. something should be driving this sphere around to do whatever, because you said, as you said before, it's just floating there. Something potentially would act as the vehicle for restoring Lulz honor, quote-unquote, 
severe air quotes. <laughs> because it didn't it didn't detonate. Yeah. It's just kind of going between people as they pay attention to it. Hmm. Anybody else want to make any checks? I don't know whether there's anything that I can actually make a check on. Okay. For, uh, like I said, I don't really have anything that allows me to identify anything. Okay. You have managed to close the chest, though. You yep. have gotten rid of the image. <laughs> so there's less distracted by giant figurine of a woman. <laughs> okay. Uh, He's still thinking about it. <laughs> you wanna you wanna pause again for you wanna hold your turn for a while there, uh, Thorn? Yeah. Okay. Um, I believe the next one then was Sabre. Yep. She's. I think I'm starting to put some. She's starting to put some things together in her head. Um, I want to try one last Arcana check just to get one more last feel for it. It's okay. uh, a uh, twenty-three. Okay, yeah. what you looking for? <sighs> Basically, if after she's seen this will of contest back and forth, that if this thing can be turned on and off. Um. No, it does not, not a appear, switch on the side. Does not appear <laughs> to be an on-off. Well, and then more of a mode, I guess, would be. Mm-hmm. Like, is it? Can you, you know, stop it? And it just yes. <laughs> well, more of the you know greatest evil destructing thing ever, or just null stone hover around thing. I guess. Um, greatest evil, well, greatest, <laughs> greatest non-alignment destruction thing ever, you can get it to stop. But it likes to move towards people at certain periods of time for various reasons. So I don't I don't think there's a point in time where you could just like chuck bowls at it and all you'd get is stone. Oh, okay. So it's singularity or that that's just it. Yeah. <sighs> you wanna share anything with the party? <laughs> Go no, keep Trying it to yourself. Thinking how I can share that. She'll Look at Cesar. It says it almost seems like I think it's not moving on its own. I think we can direct this, but I don't know that we can shut it off. Yes, and uh, that's what I'm. I'm worried about. As I said, I, I, you know, we could. I suppose technically, if we work together and focus hard and and be very careful about it, we could get it really to go anywhere. But the harm would be anything anything that that enters its path seems to be instantly obliterated, which might get a little <laughs> inconvenient. <laughs> yes. Um, Zentire will pick up on this and remember that when she encountered Razor, 
that lightning was not a great thing to use on him because he seemed to be resistant to it. So she will begin to wonder what the, I suppose, the similar uh, element is to this and what the opposite element of it might be. Because, uh, yeah, she's guessing lightning's not going to have an effect, that it's not similar to Razor and that it would be a also a lightning user, but there must be something opposite to it that we could use to affect it. So I will throw that out there to the group. Okay. You will notice, by the way, that Bert seems to be straining in its orbit. Straining as in falling or like trying to go somewhere? What does that mean? Trying to get towards... Um, it's normally got a very consistent orbit around your head. Mm-hmm. It's trying to get out of that orbit and get to this object. Zentar's not that smart a chip, but uh, she will start to notice that. And, uh, hmm, gee, all this talk of opposites. Gee, I wonder what that could be. Uh, And I guess move closer to the object. Okay. Um, How much closer are you going to get? Just a little bit closer to see if Bert is seriously straining toward it. Or just getting tired and becoming more elliptical rather than circular. But not close enough to do whatever you think is going to happen when she gets too close. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, right, not close enough to trigger the dungeon master, but <laughs> close enough to see what's going on. And I would warn everyone else to stay back. It's, it's not an elliptical orbit. It's still the same circular one, but you can see that it wants to get out of that orbit that it's in. So as you get closer that beam gets narrower that's shooting out back over your over the top of your head, the light mm-hmm. beam. Okay. Um, it's a good thing you're not wearing a metal helm because that light is also still crackling with electrical energy as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of got this beam of um, electrical and radiance over your top of your head. Okay, uh, I'm going to say to everyone, if you have anything for Bert to help him, then now's the time, because I'm going to walk towards this. Everyone else better back up and see if anyone else has anything they can give to Bert to beef him up further. I have nothing. I, uh, good, uh, goodwill? <laughs> Wishes? <laughs> Clap your hands, it's okay, yeah. Brown paper packages tied up with string? Um... I have something. I'm going to fire my bow at but um firing off uh an arrow uh imbued with elemental spirits which can be thunderous or sizzling lightning. Um choosing the lightning one. At Bert, and I'm going to shoot. Are you trying to shoot to hit or shoot to knock out of place? No, I'm to hit to mark with the lightning damage. Okay. Kind of like what um, Xanatari was trying to do. Okay. Um, this will be a roll versus reflex on Xanatari. Okay. Um, 24 versus reflex. 17 hit. 
Okay. And it'll do... Twenty-seven points of damage. Is he seriously trying to hit Bert? I'm trying to imbue with lightning the same way that you did. Okay. Um, in this case, there doesn't appear to be a damage taken by Bert, but the uh, elemental energy is transferred. Okay. okay. Um, Bert, however, due to the fact that there was some degree of damage passed along, um, has started to move out of its orbit a bit. Normally you'd reach up and you'd take it out. Mm-hmm. It's now kind of wobbled off onto a different orbital path. Okay. And, uh, again, really wants, uh, seems to be determined to do something with this. Okay. okay. I'm going to, uh, again, hold up my holy symbol, offer a prayer, and say, Bert, you know, I'm releasing you from your orbit. Do what you have to do. Let it go. Do you pick him up and throw him? Do you just. I'm going to catch push? him. I guess I'm going to catch him, hold him, and then kind of gesture towards the object so that he can get a little forward momentum and choose to go that way. I'm not going to throw him at it like it's his choice if he wants to go. Okay. With your third wish, you wish him free. <laughs> I do. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly, she's standing outside a uh, an ocean. The. <laughs> All of you are screwed. Bert, Bert, Bert goes sailing overhead. Bert and I will walk into the sunset. So sorry. Sabre? Mm-hmm. Um, you suddenly see Thorn shooting something at Xanatari. And, and then Xanatari taking Bert and kind of pushing Bert towards, oh my golly, Singularity. Okay. Any feedback on your side? She's got nothing. She's just, she's so out of it. <laughs> I mean, She just what, opens chess and runs. I can see how she's like She that. just, she has no idea what to do at this point. She thought she had the answer, and apparently she doesn't, so all she can do is pray at this point. By the way, um, a 19 versus your will? Uh, Mrs. 21. Okay. You feel that there was something within that warning that was given that should horrify anyone that was listening to it, but you, you, you sort of feel that shaken off. That that effect, you know, just kind of something washed over you. But okay. It didn't actually trigger. The warning is people what gave the, him? What? The warning that Loth gave felt like there was some sort of time delay effect to that. Hmm. Because um, Sabre has got a uh, an open link going. The rest of you are not under that. Hmm. 
effect thing, so Sabre just dodged a dodged a horror bullet. Oh, okay. Dodging those horror bullets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jukes to the side. Okay. <sighs> yep. Um Zinatari, do you or Sether, do you have anything that you want to add into this is uh Bert goes in? Uh, um, where's, where's the, the thing headed still? Is, is it still towards Cesar? Uh, let's see here. A unnatural. Hmm. Three. 19 again. Still closest. Then let's go through, and uh, it's going to still be heading towards Eric. Okay. Um, at what speed speed is Bert headed towards this thing? Bert's heading pretty fast now. Pew! Okay. Um, uh, Cesar will instinctively duck, but keep his eye on the event. Okay. Yep. Any last words for? Bert Zanatari. Um, I'm going to try to keep a mental connection open with Bert. I'm going to back against, as far away from him as possible, against the wall. And I suppose uh, right before he encounters this object, I will shut down that mental connection just to preserve my own sanity. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing I could say except, you know, I, I'm attached to Bert. I have definite feelings for Bert. He's been my companion since close to the beginning and uh, I've done everything I can to boost him in this encounter, but really it's kind of at the point where we all die or Bert does whatever it is he seems eager to do, so I'm going to let him do it. Okay. Um, a fraction of a moment before you shut down the mental link, you get the feeling that uh, what Bert is heading towards has or could see or has an interaction into um, the multiverse as a greater whole, you see that either it or others like that artifact have consumed planes of existences, buildings, people, things, you know, just all sorts of myriads of things. Mm -hmm. You get an understanding quickly that your what you know of the world, let alone the rest of the spaces around you, are very, very small. You know, that you are in a very small space. Okay, grasping the magnitude of this, I guess she would crouch down and cover even more so. There's nothing she can do at this point except, you know... Basically, have the aura on her, you know, trying to to get everybody back, and uh, and I'll I will ponder that later once we're either dead or out of imminent danger. Okay. Um, Bert and the sphere meet, and there is a moment of where the room is bathed in almost a pure solid gray. Everything in the room, kind of, kind of like a, a super dense fog. 
just everything in the room goes pure gray. There's a rumble of thunder that is choked, starts to rumble, and then just dies. There's a feeling that there's a change within the room in terms of air pressure. As if something is suddenly compressed, uncompressed, doesn't know... The environments in the room just feel wrong. Chew some gum, it'll help. (laughs) And as you... Within a span of probably just seconds, but as the, the light kind of clears out of your eyes, you realize that there is a light that is filling part of the room and an almost inky darkness filling another side of the room that you can't properly see into. Okay. And there seems to be something in the center of the room where Bert was last seen. Okay. Um, very concerned for Bert. Um, curious and, I guess, fearful of what could be happening. She would open her eyes and begin to move slowly toward the center, keeping her sword raised, understanding that's completely futile, but it makes her feel better. Okay. Um... Every couple of seconds you see a white flash, and then you realize there's darkness. Suddenly there's light again, then there's darkness. Okay. And it seems to be rotating around a position within the room. Okay. Uh, Again, we'll move closer. Uh, Maybe call to Cesar if he has any light sticks or something consistent for for a source of light, because I don't see well, and I don't have night vision without Bert. Do the uh, funguses, the luminescent moss or whatever, is that still casting light? Does that have any effect on the room and the light sources? Still casting, but it's a lot weaker. Whatever that sphere was may have been draining some of the the light. Maybe it's just the um, brilliant translation between the white light Versus the dark, but mm-hmm. it's that fungus is a lot weaker. All right, he'll uh, illumination's a lot weaker. He'll he'll crack a light stick, say here you go, and toss it over to her with a mental note to just give her some later. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to ask you for your rods all the time. Okay, I will pick it up and hold it and use it to okay. lead me forward. You find that um, in some points time you don't need it, but when the darkness covers you you don't see the glow you don't see the the sun rod wow okay so it's extinguishing all light interesting uh how close am i to the center um you're within 10 feet okay i'm going to time it so that i don't reach the center until the lights light okay um going through you see what appears to be burnt for a moment and then nothing As you get within a closer distance, though, the object starts to move towards you, 
but is now consistent with the light side of Bert facing you. Okay. Who? Moving towards you. Okay. And yes, I would continue to move forward toward it. Okay. Um, how close are you going to get? I'm going to reach out my hand and see if it wants to come back. Okay. Um, do you have something that you want to play as far as a sound file? I do. Unformed children, why do you struggle so with this insignificant dark race? The true battle lies within the creation and destruction of the elements, not this petty bickering over territory. Rage is well and good, and these dark people wend it well. But there are many diverse options for the enlightened. Don't mistake my physical form for weakness of the mind or anything other than contained creation. There is order here you cannot fathom. Completely shocked by Bert's obviously superior intelligence and the fact that I've been considering him a cute pet this entire time, Sanitari would pause and be somewhat wonderstruck. There doesn't seem to be any further commentary from Bert at this point in time, but Bert does accept you trying to pick it up. Um, I'm thinking that with the great revelation of it saying something, I think we'll actually cut it there. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening. You can find out more at DeathD4Dishonor.com, subscribe on iTunes, and find us on Twitter at DeathD4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers at Genesee.com or SignalsMedia.com. Join us next week for a worldwide adventure where we will continue this episode. You can find us on Friday at 10.30 on Twitch or obviously listen on iTunes. It'll be a, a few weeks back if you do that. But stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. Thank you, chat room, for listening. And if you haven't already, feel free to subscribe and you can hear us each week. This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really?